0: As a kid, I thought, if only I was born 30 years sooner, I might have been able to leave a real impact on the world. I was enamored by things like the civil rights movement, the South African apartheid struggle, and other international movements for independence from European colonialism. But I was taught that freedom fighting was a thing of the past. Having overcome Jim Crow segregation, this country had finally realized its promise of liberty and justice for all. However, being born in Los Angeles, California, in a community commonly referred to as South Central, had a front row seat to one of the most infamous incidents of police brutality in this nation's history. The savage beating of Mr. Rodney King. At eight years old, I, I didn't understand what I was seeing. Why were cops allowed to beat this man so mercilessly? Wasn't it their job to protect and serve? Didn't our nation have laws to prevent such behavior? About two weeks later, five miles from my childhood home in Lamur Park, a 15-year-old black girl named Latasha Harlan was shot in the back of the head by a liquor store owner who suspected her of shoplifting. Being raised in a gang culture had grown accustomed to violence, so the murder of Latasha and the beating of Mr. King weren't completely unsettling. But I was also familiar with the concept of crime and punishment. In fact, the criminal justice system had managed to incarcerate for a period of time every adult male figure that I knew, and more than a few of the kids I knew as well. So when the courts determined that the cops involved in the beating of Rodney King had committed no crime, and that the woman who murdered Latasha Harley, would never see the inside of a cell i was overwhelmed with the sting of injustice over the years i've grown intimately familiar with that feeling as most of us have far from any illusion of liberty and justice for all our nation boasts the deadliest police culture in the modern world there is no nation that kills and incarcerates more of its citizens period This reality is butt-dressed by a judicial system that is neither blind nor just. Decades of research have shown emphatically our criminal justice systems allow whites to quite literally get away with murder, particularly when their victims are black. And conversely, our courts jail, sentence, and even put to death blacks and Latinos at rates some double, some triple those of our white counterparts. I wasn't born during the civil rights era. I was born in 1983. I was born in a nation infatuated with guns and violence. A nation whose schools are falling desperately behind the international standard. More pathetically so in the inner city. I was born in a country where a woman's white neighbor could choke her black eight-year-old son and not even be charged with a crime. Where a cop responding to the incident could belittle assault, and arrest that same woman and her teenage daughters and remain on the force. A country where a police officer can aim his rifle at a car full of teenage boys headed home, posing no threat to anyone, and unload multiple rounds, taking the life of a 15-year-old and remain free. While a 15-year-old accused of stealing a backpack is incarcerated in the worst conditions imaginable for over three years, Without ever facing trial A nation where a 20 year old Could be pummeled with pipes Blunt objects by neo-Nazis And confederates Feet away from a police station And no arrests be made Where a young man cutting lawns In his own neighborhood Could be mauled by police dogs and tasered. I was born to take on these very real Very relevant Very contemporary fights For freedom and to show others How to do the same This is our era. This is it. This is our time to seek justice together. It's on us now. And the struggle is ever as urgent, ever as monumental, ever as crucial as any struggle before.